Welcome to the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking, and join in on the conversation. It's Friday night. Welcome to the Gold Show. That was a great surprise. I surprise. Didn't know it was gonna happen. We got Rick Awesome. We got Rick hey, Rolled. You guys know what they call a quarter pounder with cheese in Paris? No, what they call it. No, I've no clue. No. A Royale of cheese. Why they call I, it? I feel that? like I've feel like I've heard it somewhere before. <laughs> You're supposed to say all right, something about they, call it, they don't call cheese. it quarter pounder cheese, and you're supposed to say, "No, man, they got the metric system. They know what the fuck a quarter pounder is." Anyway, it's true. No, okay. that was good. Playing, I was trying to do play- some Quentin Tarantino. We're, we're, we're but, playing in the space with you. We're playing here <laughs> as <Yeah>. usual. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we did. We did failed great. miserably. <laughs> we did great. Can we, we do a yes. start over? Can we do a do over, Scott? Are those possible? No, it's. No, <laughs> back hey welcome to the cult show it's friday night it's a scott and neil show clearly it's the scott and neil show (laughs) anyway hey how's everyone doing what's going on i'm doing well are you doing good yeah i'm doing okay yes yes you've got your special fancy glasses tonight and that I wearing special fun glasses. These are fun. Fun glasses. We're having Good. fun. We are. Fun show. This is fun, goddammit. Act like you're having fun. <laughs> I know, Caleb. like it or not. Craylib. Caleb. How are you, Caleb? <laughs> uh, it's Craylib. An R has been added with a K. That's <laughs> right, Craylib. I like Craylib. <laughs> I'm doing really good. <laughs> Very well. Excellent. We're all you excited. He's got a Jackie Brown shirt on. Yeah. Jackie Brown shirt on. I don't know Jackie if you can Brown. see it. Scott made me get closer to the camera. So. Yes, because <laughs> you're too far away. It's like you're trying to escape from our show. You're just like slowly retreating away. And it's like, come back here. No awesome. one leaves. This is a hostage situation and no one fucking leaves. <laughs> My no God. one. So in case you guys didn't realize, this is a Tarantino episode. We're here. Woo! Talking Quentin movies tonight. Shit, is that what we're doing tonight? That's what we're doing. Yes, I prepared Quentin Tarantino. Totally different. I know. Oh, it's crazy! You just wore that shirt by coincidence. Just wow, happened. That worked out very well. Right. Awesome. Uh, hey, joining us along uh, for the ride with us tonight, as always, the wonderful Laura. Laura. And we got Enoch. What up, Enoch? And Michael is here. Hello, Michael and Mindy. We have our newest, our newest subscriber, Jesse, in the house. What's up, Jesse? How's it going? Jesse, hello. Jesse is also a a cult film series uh, diehard. So welcome, Jesse. We're great, grateful. I was about to say welcome. I'm great. I'm better off for having you. (laughs) I feel better. Uh, Pismo Mark. Hey, what's up, Pismo? I hope the weather is better there than it is here with the smoke. Uh, pretty smoky out, y'all. Pretty smoky. smoky. Vision's Truth Mark is here as well. Sweet. And Whoa. that looks to be it for now. 
Okay. Oh, no. I think there's Kenneth I think there's here. lurkers. Oh, oh Kenneth. Kenneth. Sorry. Hey, Kenneth. <laughs> hey, Kenneth. <laughs> I was Kenneth is like that vanilla guy you always forget about for some reason, but Oh my poor, god, don't forget that. No, that's but everyone up. loves vanilla. Poor everyone it's like the favorite I, flavor. You know what's funny though? It so, is my favorite like frozen yogurt flavor. Yeah, I'm just saying everyone yeah. loves vanilla, but Yeah. You know. So It sounds like an insult though, but it, I do <laughs> yeah, know, but it, <laughs> Can he at least we be French Buchanan? vanilla? Can he at least be French vanilla or perhaps vanilla bean? Vanilla bean. There vanilla bean. Definitely vanilla bean. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, are we drinking? Is, um, are we drinking tonight? Hell yeah. I've got, well, I mean, I have my, my drinks. Ooh. I've once again got some root beer, some quality craft root beer. Quality craft. Nice. Extra nice. root. Extra root. Caleb? Uh, I have... It's called a grenadine fizz. Wow. So it's vodka, um, lime juice, grenadine, obviously, some simple syrup, and uh, some soda water. Oh, my wow. gosh. It's so pretty. You actually added simple syrup to grenadine. That's pretty. That's a sweet drink. It was like. The man loves sugar. Combine <laughs> no, a, a total a total shot. Like it was two thirds a shot of grenadine and one one he's third like, of. He's uh, like an ant. Simple he syrup. Just so. wants all the sugar. <laughs> I, I haven't tasted it yet. I don't know if it's super sweet or super sour. Or we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, we're, we're going to wait. We're going to wait to try yeah, it. Yeah, I look okay. forward to it. Yeah. Um, what about so you? I, what, I am what about just you, drink- muddle? Nothing Muddly. tonight. I just went straight ginger and bourbon tonight. But um, my 22nd wedding anniversary was last Sunday, and my wife got me these wonderful, what? um, what do you call them? Like the copper uh, mug tumbler thing that put alcohol in it keeps it nice and cold. Yes. Yeah. Kind of so like I wanted a mule mug. It. Yeah. So to keep my eyes nice and cold. Nice. What but, a nice, thoughtful gift. I know. That was very nice of her. Very cool. so I, I love I love her. I wish she was here. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have the lesser of the two, but that's okay. I try and make I make it up to you. No one, no anyway, one, did, a, no one did a five dollar shake though. No, no five dollar <laughs> shake. Not yet. Although Cheers, with inflation, everyone. it's probably a fifteen dollar oh. shake now. Yeah. Fair. Cheers. Cheers. That's not bad. <laughs> That's not that bad at all. That's Is good. It super sweet. Yeah. No. No, it's not okay. too sweet. It's not too sour. It's it's pretty good. That's refreshing. You feel super refreshed. Yes. Awesome. Nice. Nice. All right. So, what do we talk about? Since I didn't send you guys an agenda today, <laughs> what is on no. the list? <laughs> oh, I have Oops. something to share with the class. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, some really really exciting things happened. Um, last weekend, wow. which would be two trailers dropped from our friends at DC. That's true. Hey, we got, <laughs> well, they're little teasers. So we have the Batman, the new one with Robert Pattinson as Batman. It, it looks good because he's kind of like a younger Batman, but it's not an origin story. And you got, um, what's his name? Colin Farrell, unrecognizable. Yeah. As the penguin, Pingu. And we have um what's uh I don't remember homie's name, but he's gonna play the Riddler and Zoe Kravitz can be catwoman. And then of course we got the little teaser thing for Suicide Squad 2, 
which is a movie I defended in unpopular opinion land. Um, and I'm, I'm so hyped for it. I love that James Gunn is on board. I think he's going to be perfect for this because they're just leaning into the, the craziness and the wackiness. And I feel like that's what DC kind of did with birds of prey too, where it's like, you know, everything doesn't have to be gritty because sometimes DC is just weird. And I, I just love that they're like, let's just get weird with it. Hmm. I'm hyped. Good. Yeah. I have no opinion on DC. So <laughs> <laughs> DC. I'm just saying that one's up to you too. You guys got to take that subject. Well, Caleb and I are very excited <laughs> about yeah, we're it. We're very excited. Yeah. yeah. We talked a, about it. We talked they're, about uh, it. they're good trailers. It doesn't make a good movie as we all know, but. So far, we are excited. So Well, and I don't think either of them are even done filming because of COVID. I believe they're bullshit down right now. Yeah. But um, you know what? They're getting us ready. I'm ready. <laughs> That's hmm? my fun fact for the week. Okay, cool. <laughs> that is a great fun fact. Did you consume anything else or is that is that it? No. Uh, uh, that's pretty much else? it. I just, okay. I just haven't had a lot of leisure time, Neil. Yeah, you were busy. I know. I was busy bee this yeah. week. It's a busy week. Busy. Caleb, anything for you? Um, I haven't really watched anything. Uh, kids started school this week, you know, at home. Um, uh, my son started kindergarten, and uh, during his first Zoom meeting with his teacher, he told her that he was half robot, half demon. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and, and that's she, because of us. I swear to God, I mean, I could have been just like projecting, but she had this look like, fuck, not another one of those kids. <laughs> another one of those kids. <laughs> that is totally because of us, you guys. <laughs> that your child so. has that influence. <laughs> Amazing. Was, I'm so yeah. proud. <laughs> I'm sure his mom will be really happy with us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> It, it, it made me laugh. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Nice. So um, there is one thing that happened to us or to you two yesterday that we should yeah. probably talk about. That's true. <laughs> that That's sounds true. funny to put it that way. That happened to us. It happened to you. To the <laughs> something, two. Something happened. <laughs> something happened. <laughs> you guys got to go last night film an episode of Creature Features. We yeah. did. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to air for about a month, yeah. let's say. But um, that's okay. That gives you plenty of time to get super stoked for our episode where we visited the mansion out in Bodega Bay and watched a horrible movie <laughs> and kind of talk about it. <laughs> yeah, the film wasn't the best, but I guess we shouldn't. But, but the company it to, to was too much. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I mean, you should still watch it because it's like, it's hilarious. Like a lot of like kind of awesomely bad movies. I get very bored in that stuff. Like I needed to actually like, you know, keep me laughing or something. And this one totally did. This one totally like I was just cracking up. And it's yeah. not funny. It's not supposed yeah. to be funny. No, it's not no. supposed to be, but <laughs> it was, sure was. Yeah. <laughs> And you guys did a wonderful job. I am super excited for everyone to to watch you guys on the couch talking to the wonderful Vincent Vincent Van Dahl over the <laughs> Bodega Mansion. So that's pretty cool. Oh, I'm just taking a quick peek because I can actually see the chat and I can like never see the chat because I turn my Wi-Fi off. And um, 
And Jesse, you just cracked me up. Gothman <laughs> is fire. Gothman <laughs> is fire. <laughs> Batman is just a large gothic kid. And I'm like, lean into it. Lean into <laughs> it with this new film. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think most like people are, are probably so. going to be excited for it. Huh? Most people will be excited for it, I would think. Because oh, I mean, yeah. it looks pretty decent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, but. yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's Pardon what we got. Me. Do you have anything you want to share with the class, Neil? Or well, I'm just good? looking at the comments. Um, people. Uh, Mark Pismo. Mark loves creature features. Visions oh, truth. Mark actually said uh, Neil and Kelly were on that a year back. Question mark. So yeah. little over a, more a, year. a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe because I've been yeah. around for like a year. Yeah, year and a half or so, maybe now, Mark. Yeah. But yes, we were on, and then he brought me back actually about two months ago. I did an episode on my own um, because he just basically can't fit three people on the couch at one time. So we're working on it, though. We are. Yep. Working we're hoping. on it. We're hoping. Because yeah. um, we all want to be together. Yeah. yeah. But that'd be awesome. I would love to have the three of us do it at one time. That would be a lot of fun, I think. We can just because we can overpower him and just take over their show. We could definitely. And, then, and just run amok in the mansion. <laughs> yeah. And have a uh, Tangela. <laughs> Freaking chase us down, chase with after us. And yeah, there you go. Dead That's things. Okay. There's there's so. lots of hiding spaces. <laughs> That's true. There's a lot. I know, but I think we need like to pitch, pitch that episode to him. <laughs> dark corners for doing dark deeds. There you go. So. Ew, that was yeah. gross. Spooky. That was, why that gross? Came out really, oh my god! That, I don't know. Wow. That came out really Ew. gross. The way Jeez. you said that, I was like, gross. I'm, you know, like <laughs> I was like kind of a Warshak test. Like, <laughs> yeah, it you came out really, <laughs> really creepy. Are you sure, Sandra? I know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was. Uh, I'm yeah. upset. I did now. not see that as creepy. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable. I meant that only in a spooky fashion, but you took it for some reason <laughs> some other it's way. Because the movie so. that it's from is that they're saying it in a not spooky way. They're saying it in like a, it's from the the love uh, the love actually love actually Christmas. yes. <laughs> so <laughs> That's I don't why like that. It, she yeah. associates Christmas with that thing, so she immediately goes. <laughs> What are you doing? Right. And that's, that's why she hates Christmas. Perverted yep. meal. So I don't like Christmas. Oh, God. Hey, did you guys know that this day in 1962, director oh, David Fincher was born? David the Fincher. David Fincher? Not. Yes. I love David Fincher. I, love I know. Fincher. That's why I'm saying that. So stop insulting me, God damn it. Take a break. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just funny. You with your birthdays and death days. So I, I just, you know, I'm always like, what? Who I wonder died when in Sandra's death day is going to be, Caleb. <laughs> I think it's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> Tonight, maybe in about. Well, we could drag minutes. her off to a dark corner. <laughs> hey, Scott, whatever you do, don't drive Sandra's car right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> if you hurt. The... Okay, you know what? I will I will sacrifice myself for the doom buggy. That my, The doom buggy is my love. <laughs> gonna hurt a girl's hot pink and black prius sir well i just got a notification that chadwick boseman died of cancer like literally just right now as we're talking you always have to find somebody that died. holy cow wait who Sorry, is guys. that breaking yeah uh, that's black panther black panther no and... he didn't die no no wow no breaking no here. that's no, horrible no. that's horrible wow no that's not true i don't believe that well, good. Hopefully, it's a fake news yeah, story. I hope so. It just no, popped I, up. On I don't my, accept that on my feed as we're that. talking. So, 
Hmm. I shouldn't have said anything. That brings it down. I know. Right. Oh my god, Seriously. I'm super upset right now, and I'm like madly googling because you guys know how I am about Marvel and yeah. my superheroes. Uh, you looked that but up while, of course, it has to be Neil finding somebody that died because <laughs> we were just freaking talking about that, and then like, oh my god, and then he said that. Well, uh, so also this day, 1969, Jack Black born. There you go, <laughs> Jack Black so, born. Jack Black born. <laughs> um, Jack Black's fine. I'm I'm just I'm just letting you know a couple notable just, birthdays today. I don't th- I don't feel like I have strong appealing uh, like feelings. Uh, director Takashi Miyake, who I can never say his name, it was just his birthday like during the week too. So, and mm. I love him. He's one of my favorite directors. So, so there. Hey, there's my fun fact for you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Um, let's start this thing. Yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing the Chabak Bozeman thing. Oh, that, yeah. So hopefully, God, hopefully it's had, just that sucks. No, yeah. he definitely passed. He had colon cancer. Oh my god. No, he's like forty three years old. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys, I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna have to we can't we can't do this right now because I'm gonna cry. Okay. So then let's move on. <laughs> yes, horrible news. Okay. Uh Quentin Tarantino films. We are going to attempt to rate rank if you will 10 of quentin tarantino's films that he wrote and the 10 he wrote and directed feature length films we're gonna do it live um with you here and we're gonna see what happens clearly we're already in a mood so we're gonna see (laughs) i am i am like super fucking upset i feel like a lot of us are um yeah we're gonna uh okay but you know what we already promised Quentin this is his this is dower. So we have to, you know, we have to meet our end of that bargain. Yes, we do. And we'll cry afterwards. Well, I mean, like, no kidding. I'm probably gonna call my mom, who's like huge, huge fan of Black Panther and of him, and we'll do like a, a nice midsummer style cry on the phone where everybody okay. cries. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. We'll wait so, till the end of the show. We can talk about it more if we need to. That way you can cry and, you know, lose your composure. Cry. I don't want to <laughs> cry in front of the cultists. <laughs> okay. I'm supposed to be strong. You're the, the strong one. We're the strong ones for the viewers. <laughs> if that's true, then everyone's in trouble. Um, right. So yeah. To quote, to quote Eddie Murphy and, and Bowfinger, keep it together, keep it together, keep it together. <laughs> <laughs> How about just real quickly before Quentin, uh, cheers, cheers to Chadwick. Yeah, absolutely. We'll cry about it cheers, in, in a bit. Cheers. Rest in power. Absolutely. So, who here likes Quentin Tarantino movies? I, yeah. I do. Okay. Oh, shut up, Craylib. I think you're a big fan. <laughs> so, I, th- th- Michael, Michael is already starting us off with From Dust Till Dawn. <laughs> so... Okay, Michael. This is that was a only, Robert Rodriguez oh. film, but <laughs> Quentin wrote that it. That is a great movie, but. though. That is a great film. So, um, so we're gonna go in order of the way that the films were released. So, okay. And how this is gonna work is every movie is gonna come in. Out. Oh, oh, producer Scott's got it all set up over there. We're just gonna talk mm-hmm. about the movie a little bit and then decide okay. should it be over or under. It's ranking place as it currently sits against okay. his other films. 
All right. So starting <laughs> off way back in 1992, we have Reservoir Dogs. Yes. Um, six criminals with pseudonyms of colors uh, and each strangers to one another are hired to carry out a robbery. Uh, the heist is ambushed by police and the gang are forced to shoot their way out. At their warehouse rendezvous, the survivors, realizing that they are set up, try to find the traitor in their midst. So okay. this was... this. I the, Pulp Fiction was the first Quentin Tarantino movie I ever saw. Um, but this one has a sentimental place in my heart. It's kind of a sentimental favorite. Okay. I, I love I think that's this that's pretty accurate for a lot of people. Like, yeah. Res- Reservoir came out and it got went unnoticed and then Pulp Fiction came out and blew up and, and then they re-released Reservoir Dogs and people went like, oh my God, that's amazing. So, Because <laughs> um, yeah. I saw it when I was probably... Oh, it was middle school age because after I saw Pulp Fiction, then I wanted to see his other films. So it was a little bit to to be fair. I was a little young when <laughs> these first two <laughs> films came out. So I saw them when I was a little bit older. So, I mean, you know, I always felt I like love it. we have a strong connection to Quentin in that, uh, it, of course, the theater we were working at, which was the smaller, you know, uh, underdog theater in town. We had Reservoir Dogs, so we opened mm-hmm. it. Um, oh, then, no course, kidding, really? Yeah, and of course, so we had no one had any idea about this movie. We watched it, and we're just blown away. We're like, oh, what the hell did we just see? This is the most awesome thing in the world. Um, and then when Pulp Fiction started, the the word got out about it that, you know, this, the same guy at Reservoir Dogs is doing this film with John Travolta and Sam Jackson and Bruce Willis. We were to our film buyer. We we're like, you gotta get this movie. You gotta get this movie. It's a Miramax film. We get all Miramax movies. You have to get this movie. And what happens? He lost the movie. movie. He lost no! the movie. <laughs> we didn't get it. So we were, of course, were pissed yep. off, and we had to go to the you know the other the other theater. The eighteen thousand times we watched it in the theater. Cottingtown, anyway. baby. <laughs> yes. So, you, went, you went across enemy lines. We had to. But wow, anyway, yeah. the point is, so I, I always feel like we had that strong. We were there from the beginning championing yeah. his movies, you know, when no one else knew about him. That's my yeah. story. That's yeah. a cool story. I I wish that I'd had that, but I I don't know. I feel like for for my generation, I feel like I was an early adapter to Quentin and an early okay. supporter. But something about this movie, I... First of all, this is going to come up further, but I adore Michael Madsen. And of course, he's just so incredibly creepy and awful in this movie. Um, I love, like, <laughs> I love Harvey Keitel too. I mean, it's an all star cast, obviously, Chris Penn. Um, yeah. I, by the way, Kenneth, that is so cool that you named your son Quentin. That is like freaking. Oh, that's awesome. Like that's yep. awesome, dude. Um, but uh, I know I can actually see the chat a little bit this week, you guys. It's like really, like really exciting. Um, but anyway, uh, I know that it's early. It's rough. Um, I suppose I could lose out in an argument that some of his later films are going to be, you know, cinematically improved upon to have a better place on this list. But definitely for the violence for the profanity for the humor for the for the heartfeltness sentimental favorite for me yeah yeah i think just yeah. for the storytelling method though even yeah I mean, absolutely how it, how yeah it, it still does it's 
kind of jumping around between, you know, current. It's not uh, totally linear. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And I mean, yeah. so for, for all that. Yeah. I mean, I, I would agree. It's going to it's it's a high one for me. <laughs> well, right now, it's okay, number good. one. Yes. Number one. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if it can be dethroned. OK. <laughs> OK. This is exciting. Y'all ready? You ready for the next one? I'm act? ready. I'm ready. You ready? You ready? We need our we need our game show music. <laughs> we need some, like, yeah, we need like, game show music. That's okay. You guys just do it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Producer Scott says no. So it's just gonna be up to Neil and Please, Caleb Please, Scott. Mama 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 said no. <laughs> So in 1994, we were blessed, <laughs> I do say blessed, blessed, with Pulp Fiction, which I mean, I feel I'm not an expert. Who the hell am I? What do I know? But I feel like it majorly changed film and it is like one of those, it's kind of one of like the most important movies in film history. Um, again, the nonlinear story. Um the use of like the music, the colors, the flashiness, the again, the swearing. You all know how much I love to swear. So Quentin and I literally speak the same language. So in case uh, you've never seen Pulp Fiction, which I highly, highly recommend you do. <laughs> um, this is the story of two hit men with a pension for Oh, I can't say that word. Philosophical discussion. I thought that was cute. I had to put that in there. Uh, Vincent Vega and Jules Winfield, played, of course, by John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. Um, In this ultra-hip, multi-strand crime movie, their storyline is interwoven with those of their boss, gangster Marcellus Wallace, his actress wife, Mia, struggling boxer Butch Coolidge, master fixer Winston Wolfe, and a nervous pair of robbers (laughs) in a diner. Yeah. Yeah. and if it, and if you've never seen it and that sounds crazy, it is crazy. It's totally crazy. Yeah, this is probably a lot of people's is, yeah. favorite. Yep. Is it possible that someone hasn't seen it? I would really. really I know. Right? Well, here's know. the thing. It was brought to Mindy has only seen Jackie Brown. Scott says, "Wow, is that Mindy. true, Mindy? Mindy, or is that the only one you haven't seen, or 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 you have seen? Let us know. Anyway, um, wow, it's come to my attention." That, you know, sometimes people are new to different genres of film or to watching film in an analytical way. And I don't want to be a gatekeepy old shamer. You know, he's like, you haven't seen this. (laughs) I don't want to be that guy. I mean, I'm really worried (laughs) about you if you haven't seen Pulp Fiction. (laughs) I'm really worried about you. And you're over the age of, I don't know, maybe 14. But... It's okay. There's time for you. There's hope for you. Mindy, did you see Jackie Brown at the Colt film series when we had Robert Forrester there? That's a that's a hell of a way to watch a movie <laughs> when, right. you have, when you have the lead actor there. So cool. I'm glad we could do that for you. Introduce you to yeah. introduce you to Quentin that way. Oh, that was pretty yeah, cool. It's the only one she has seen. That's crazy. I mean, wow. well, welcome, Mindy. Like, welcome to the world of Quentin Tarantino. You at the end. We of shall this, be your guide. Yeah, at the end of this show, you'll know which order to watch them in. That's so right. And then there you can go. get back to us. So you guys, obviously I just kind of espoused about Pulp Fiction. You guys. What do you guys think? Over above Reservoir Dogs? What do you think of Pulp Fiction? I, I would put it above. Yeah. Number one for me, Pulp for Fiction. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, why? 
for me, <laughs> that was the one awesome. That I know for me, it's the one that started it all. You know, I mean, you had the, the witty banter, his, you know, very unique way of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved how he paired actors together and then like, just kind of let them go yeah. off, you know, like, I mean, uh, Vince and Mia and Jackrabbit Slims, you know, talking about, you know, would you roll one of those for me, cowboy and the $5 milkshake and the dance, of course. And, you know, but dancing right now, um, you know, uh, Jules and, and Vincent, like starting out in the car and then going into the apartment complex and having that whole conversation about foot massages. And, you know, I mean, it's just, it's amazing how he lets these two, actors sort of i mean it's scripted obviously but they just play off of each other it's so very much like chemistry it's like cool aaron sorkin you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, how they yeah, like yeah, sort yeah. of riff and banter off of each other and yeah um Anyway, um, I, I, I remember yeah. watching uh, John Travolta's Inside the Actor Studio back when back when James Lipton, Jimmy Lipton was the host, <laughs> and um, he asked him if he'd ever done heroin for you know playing Vincent Vega, and he oh. said he he did not do heroin, but he talked to a lot of people who were recovered addicts, and mm. they told him the closest sensation is to get absolutely drunk off your ass on tequila, and then go float in a pool. <laughs> and he and his wow. wife did that they did just mm. that his late wife bless her heart and yes. um okay. i was like you know doesn't sound like a bad deal <laughs> <laughs> that's some good um, research <laughs> so j- what about you neil? why why is it yours <laughs> yeah why is it yours neil yeah you know what i just that film is a once in a lifetime kind of movie um, it just it really it, is, right? <laughs> it did. It, yeah, I mean, it is. It, and it did kick off an absolute sh- crap storm of copycats that, I mean, none of them even some really came than close. Yeah, yeah, I mean, some much better than others, absolutely. But I mean, and it, it but yeah, like, I mean, the, all the actors, I mean, the, the storyline and how you would have, you thought you were going somewhere and then all of a sudden, you know, something else like, you know, completely the opposite just takes off with it and you're like, what again? What the hell is going on? Unpredictable. Oh, real quick, real quick. What's everybody's favorite storyline? I'll uh, start. Oh, God. Go ahead. My favorite, know. my favorite is um the wolf, Mr. Wolf. I think <laughs> that is all so, so the funny situation. Yeah, is how that is handled. Uh, again, Harvey Keitel, I just, I, I love seeing that side of him where right. he's kind of comedic and charming. I mean, he's still some guy you don't want to fuck with, but <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, he's got this like buoyancy to him and the way he just kind of, he's the fixer and he just kind of does his little magic. Yep. Yeah. What about you guys? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't <laughs> That's a hard question. You know, I mean, I, mean, well, I, really, think, most people have I think it would probably, I don't know. It would be one of the, um, probably one of the Vincent and Jules, but I don't know if I could, you know, whether it's the going to get the briefcase in the apartment or in the diner, you know, with Bunny and what's Tim Ross' name in this anyway? Does uh, he have a, <laughs> well, there does he even have a honey name? Bunny. P- pumpkin, pumpkin him. and Honey Bunny. Yeah. 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 Um, or the Bonnie's, you know, I, it, I don't know. It's one of those ones, though, I think. So we have some yeah. friends weighing in. I see um, more going on, better rewatchability than Reservoir, Mark says. And I could see that because yeah. I think you could yep. take away something. Maybe each time you watch it, you pick up on something you didn't pick up on before, yeah. probably. 
Good point, my friend. Okay. You ready? Are you ready? Ready. Fire it up. Uh, We have 1997's Jackie Brown. Okay, Caleb, show off your shirt. Oh, sorry. Very nice, Caleb. Very nice. This Um, is probably the oldest article of clothing I wear, by the way. (laughs) Really? It's it's vintage 1997? It is, yeah. This is a, this is a, a, they, this is what they sent out to to film film buyers or theaters or whatever when the movie came out. Oh my God. And you've hung on to it. Oh, of course. Yeah. I would never get rid of this. Even (laughs) if it becomes like. When it disintegrates, I'll probably cut it out and like. I was going to say, put it in a little frame. Mom, could you sew this on the back of my denim jacket? (laughs) (laughs) The one I was wearing last night. (laughs) I'll sew it on for you. I I am a good sewist. I'll take care of that. So Jackie Brown. Once upon a time, <laughs> there was a flight attendant named Jackie Brown, played by <laughs> Pam Greer, who's, of course, a goddess. Um, she has busted smuggling money from her arms dealer boss, Ordell Robbie, Samuel L. Jackson, Agent Ray Nicolette, Michael Keaton, and Detective Mark Dargis, played by Michael Bowen, want her, uh, her help to bring down Robbie. Facing jail time for her silence or death for her cooperation, Brown decides instead to double-cross both parties and make off with the smuggled money. Meanwhile, she enlists the help of a bondsman, Max Cherry, played by Robert Forster. A man who loves her. And you said he was a guest, so I wanted to make sure I said his name. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Is he a cool guy? uh, Yes. Very, very cool guy. I mean, the epitome of cool uh, every which way. I hope when I, when I was, he he passed away just this last year. So I hope when I am his age, I will be every bit as cool as he was. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool, man. And I read a story. I read a story that his career was kind of on the decline. And Quentin went to him and said, "You're gonna do this." Yeah, <laughs> like he, he wouldn't, you know. And then after that, of course, his career resurged a, a, a bit until his death, which is well. I mean, cool. exact same thing for Travolta, yeah. right? For Travolta as well, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's really good at kind of roping in. <sighs> kind of oldies, I guess you want to say, yep. and yep. then also finding. Um, new ways to utilize people like we'll get to some of that later on and then also uh he reuses actors a lot which is you know something that i think everybody enjoys because it's almost anthology like that and it's kind of fun to see like samuel jackson be over here samuel jackson be over there michael madsen well he's created a universe i mean he's got you know yes people related to each other in the different eras of his movies and yeah the fictional uh uh, businesses or whatnot you know the (laughs) big kahuna burgers and (laughs) red (laughs) apple cigarette brand you know that pops up yes he has all of his movies so i love anyway (laughs) but jackie brown jackie brown though oh wait a minute oh you guys this is so cool people are saying really cool stuff in the in the comments about robert forster yeah so some of our friends who were there for well, can we, for that yes, can we read? Yeah. Do you want to read them? Jesse. Nice. Yeah, Jesse said uh, he's the question he asked him was: uh, It's been alleged that it's impossible to work with Pam Greer and not fall in love with her. Can you confirm this? Uh, that's <laughs> such a cute question. Oh my god. So what do you say, Jesse? Yeah. What's what do you answer? say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got the pause for dramatic effect. Right. That <laughs> well, let's just keep going. And when he that's a great answer. We'll, a great we'll, question. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was Kenneth. That was Kenneth's first cult film series. Was that, was that one? Oh, wow. 
Okay. Jackie Brown. That's when so. he lost his cultural virginity. That's when he uh, lost his mind. <laughs> everybody remembers where they were for their first cult show. <laughs> yeah, that's not creepy. Yeah. I can't say dark deeds. But I'm you can, saying it. You can get all creepy. Neil, I'm saying it in a way that it's a beautiful thing <laughs> and it's a rite of passage that we all went through. I don't know. I'm feeling a little, little gross, a little dirty. Well, <laughs> you're, you're a church kid. <laughs> True story. All right. That's not Je shade. Jesse says that oh. um Jesse says that uh Robert agreed. He agreed he completely. Agreed. Right. He agreed. Uh, so, uh, awesome. Thank you, Jesse. I have, I have to say the first time I saw Jackie Brown, it um it didn't stick with me as much as pulp and reservoir. I've come to appreciate it more yeah, with absolutely. time. Yeah. But for me, I, I I'm not gonna put it. Uh, you know, below the other two, personally, above the right. other two, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, coming I, off I, of coming off of Pulp Fiction, all of our expectations were really high, you know. Um, and it, it, again, it's not that it's a bad movie, but it's just you know we wanted Pulp Fiction Part Two, and, and you know, <laughs> we want, we demand more pulp. <laughs> but it really is a great movie. I you know just watched it again last night, um, and it's amazing, but. I think right now on my list, I would have it at number three. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I would keep no it where higher. Yeah. So, Pulp, Reservoir, Jackie And Brown. so, so far we have Quentin does Gangster. Quentin mm -hmm. does uh, literally Pulp Fiction, which is, of course, like was a, a serial and book drama thing before it was the title of this movie. And he's kind of doing... Almost kind of black exploitation. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So obviously he's a film person, and his his opuses are homages. Um, right. One thing that I've always admired about Quentin was from an early interview I read with him when he said he doesn't make movies for critics; he makes them for kids who are going to watch them on TNT someday. Like on and like and I was like yes because I I feel that I feel that it's also important to important to say that Jackie Brown was his only um, it was based on a previous work and that's the yeah. only the only one of his movies so this was a um, Jesus what's his uh, El, Elmore, Elmore Leonard, Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> Rum Punch was the movie or was the 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 novel that this is based on. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and so it's, it was funny when I was watching it last night, uh, Michael Keaton's character, I was like, I've seen him before. And he plays the same character in another Elron Leonard movie. Out Elmore. Of sight. Elmore. Elmore Leonard. Elron, Elmore. Elron. You're missing, you're mixing up your, Elmore Leonard. You're mixing up your crime and, and your Scientology. So he plays, he plays the same character in Out of Sight. He's the oh. ATF agent who in the beginning of the movie is dating Jennifer Lopez's, um, uh, character I, I don't i don't remember her name in the movie no but, I, I don't either but, but it's the same guy played by the same actor so. wow yeah um cool. yeah that's a know. fun fun fact <laughs> fun Elmore fact. Leonard, good writer um okay so we're kind of in agreement so far mm -hmm. but so we're, far. Gonna, we're gonna get more complicated it's gonna here. start getting messy here next. <laughs> it's gonna start getting messy here okay. because now we have quentin's homage to kung fu film mm -hmm. starting with 
2003's Kill Bill Volume 1. Uh, a former assassin known simply as the Bride, played by Uma Thurman, wakes up from a coma four years after her jealous ex-lover, Anne Boss, attempts to murder her on her wedding day. Fueled by an insatiable desire for revenge, she vows to get even with every person who contributed to the loss of her unborn child, her entire wedding party, and four years of her life. After devising a hit list, the bride sets off on her quest, enduring unspeakable injury at the hands of unscrupulous enemies. Yes. Pause for dramatic effect. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, this movie blew me the F away when I saw it. And uh, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Um, the Crazy 88s is one of my favorite things mm-hmm. that he's Crazy ever... Crazy 88s and Go-Go. <laughs> yes, that he's ever like put in his film. Um, I love I love every character in Kill Bill, volumes one and two, but we'll talk about two in a little more detail. But um, I love it. And it's so beautiful, the style of it. Violent, so bloody. Of course, we have the cool fight where the lights go out, if you will. And so we have this whole like color scheme change. Ugh. Girl power movie. <laughs> yes. Just like it is just that. Jackie Brown. It is that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys yeah. think? You love Kill Bill? I love it more than Jackie Brown. I'm sorry, but I think think I love it more, Jackie. I'm sorry. Okay. No. Where do you guys feel? I, I'm not going to agree with that, but I really do like the movie. <laughs> um, no. I, you know, <laughs> Kill, uh, yeah, you know, Kill Bill is where Quentin started to go on the wrong side for me. So I lost, I lost touch with Quentin for a number of years. I'm sorry. Um, could you say that again? I don't think. I, <laughs> I think you I think heard you me just out. fine, young lady. I think you cut out. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you heard me fine, but you uh, did yeah. Say that. So, um, people of I, the comments come for him now. <laughs> come for me now. Kill Bill is a fine film, it's got its style. But once Quentin started getting into getting more money and overtly making films that appealed to him, and you know, I guess whatever uh, the genre that he wanted to pay homage to, for some reason, it they got just a little tedious to me. I'll be quite honest. So and that, that starts at Kill Bill. So for my money, Kill Bill does not move. It stays back of the list. Am I, I agree, but that doesn't But that doesn't mean that I don't like it, you know, like Neil was saying, because I do enjoy that movie and watch it, you know, maybe probably once a year. Me too, Caleb. Yeah. And like, I can say I like going on that logic. I watch it more than I watch Jackie Brown but probably less than I watch Reservoir Dogs or Pulp Fiction. But I guess I'm outvoted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, you are. <sighs> Fuck. Okay. You are well, the weakest link. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> well, moving moving right along. He made us wait a whole... He made us wait a whole torturous year. Torturous year for Kill Bill Volume 2 to come out in 2004, which picks up with the bride where she left off on her quest to finish the hit list composed of all those people who had wronged her, including, of course, Bill, the titular Bill. Um, uh, And she eventually tracks Bill down to Mexico, leaving many dead in her wake using her finely tuned assassin skills. So here for me, I... 
I do tend to group Kill Bill Volumes 1 and 2 together, kind of in my mind. But I've met people in my travels that significantly like one volume more than the other. So, I I mean, a lot of people don't lump them in. A lot of people really, really like one or the other more. And I I found, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of people like version on volume two more than volume one really why wow. yeah like two more than one so, uh, the, K- caleb perfect wow. example so um i uh, you know one of my <laughs> one of one of my biggest fears and i don't have a number one fear but one of my biggest fears <laughs> is being is being buried alive oh um, <laughs> yeah and yeah. so that scene always like you know but i love how it like cuts back to her training and you know i, I just i i just really like that whole scene and the like little one inch punch thing and um the five point I, th- I think the, technique i think the the trailer fight scene between um between uma and, and oprah daryl daryl <laughs> hannah <laughs> oprah <laughs> oprah uma uma oprah have you Thank met you, keanu <laughs> <laughs> um I, I think that trailer um, scene is amazing. It's you know, fire. Where it's they just, fire. just, I mean, throwing people through walls and, mm-hmm. you know, drowning in, in toilets and plucking eyeballs is, out. And, and exactly as she says, gross. <laughs> it's so gross. Um, definitely one of the best. I mean, fights I can remember. Um, of course, we get more of my my delicious, beloved Michael Madsen in volume two. Um, yes. You get that trailer fight. You also get the cruel tutelage of Pai Mei, which mm-hmm. I think a lot of people really like, which I do too. Um, and I, I like the vulnerability we see from the bride when she's buried. And because that's fucking scary. And yeah, she still manages right? to fight her way out of it because of because of Pai Mei. But, like, she owes so much to Pai Mei. Um, and, of course, the Hitori Hanzo. Like, there's just a lot of, like, really, really juicy stuff for people. Um, I still want to put Bull Kill Bills above Jackie Brown. And I'm going to guess y'all don't agree. Correct. Uh, <laughs> I want to put... How do I word this? I want to put <gasps> Volume 2 above Volume 1. Uh, but both are still below Jackie Brown. Can he do that, right. Scott? Is that right? He yeah, can do he that. Is that yeah? Is that yeah? Yep. Interesting, because I do want to. Okay, okay, okay. Things are heating up, and of course, <laughs> Sandra, the deal you, is, yeah. I mean, Sandra, well, you, I, you can you can put your kill bills in whatever order you like. Um, I can fight. No, see, because I can see the argument for putting two above one. Okay, so, so you, I I'm I'm okay with this. Okay, so you're saying two goes above one, meaning you want the way, it to be yeah, higher on the, the list. The way it's the way it's on the screen right now, I agree. Pulp I mean, Reservoir, Jackie Res- Brown, so, Pulp Kill Fiction, Bill Reservoir two. Dogs. Okay, yeah. Um, I mean, Kill I Bill want one. them. I want them to be above. We understand that. Move, okay. move on, Jackie Brown. Move on. Time to get a move on. Oh my God, you're being it. <laughs> you're being a you know what. I am. I'm instigating. You're being a grouch. There, just I'm in saying. my ear alone, Scott is saying, "Fight, fight, fight." <laughs> He's like, "Yes, my darling's anger." Oh my God. Exactly. He's like the freaking chat. He's the um. 
he's the what's the bad guy in the Star Wars, the Dark Lord, the That's what Emperor. I just said. Let the, he's like let the, the hate flow through you. That's yeah, what okay, I just sorry. said, bro. Uh, I'm sorry. Good. What's, what's happening next? in the chat? Do people agree with Okay, okay, okay. Laura okay. doesn't Laura's mad. I think she's leaving. She's tuning out now. Laura, no, <laughs> stay, girl, stay and fight. What would the bride do? She'd fight. <laughs> okay. So now we have what Quentin sneakily tries to say is not a feature film, but I mean, come on. We all, it's a feature film. They all know this. It's on a bill. It's on the the Grindhouse bill here. So this is his homage to Grindhouse. So we're counting it. Yes, we all know he allegedly says he'll retire after his 10th film. So he kind of revisionist history doesn't count this as a feature. But it's okay. It's okay, Quentin. We see you. We see you. (laughs) So... This, as I said, uh, was on a double feature bill with uh, Robert Rodriguez's Planet Terror. I find Grindhouse to be the far, I mean, Death Proof, which is the movie we're going to talk about, to be the far, far superior movie to Planet Terror. Um, did, I loved the little fake trailers in between, too. When you saw them in theaters, it was so much fun. Okay, Death Proof, 2007. We have cult show favorite cult show stan stan kurt russell remember yep. stan yeah okay we remember love our Neil? kurt as stuntman mike a professional body double stuntman obviously who likes to take unsuspecting women for deadly drives in his free time he has doctored his car for maximum impact when mike purposefully causes wrecks the bodies pile up while he walks away with nary a scratch I'm taking a little license with these descriptions. Uh, <laughs> the insane Mike must go in over his, oh, maybe in over his head though, when he targets a tough group of female friends, including real life, amazing, badass stunt woman, Zoe Bell, um, who plays herself. <laughs> yep. So I love this movie. And I'm really happy that I've noticed on social media lately um, that people are kind of giving this movie a lot more love than it used to get because I think it's really good. I, I think it totally stands up. Yeah. 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 I, I, I oh, had to watch he, it again. Did he win you back at this point, Neil? Did, did you? Did he? Did, did, did Quentin oh, win Quentin. you back? Um, <laughs> you know what? At the time... Oh boy, you, you know, because you stopped the thing you is, stopped having your little hissy fit Well, you gotta that. realize I saw this as part of the full two film thing. Right. So yes, didn't we all? didn't we go to a, a, we saw a screening of this, by yeah. the way? Yeah, which was super boring, by the way, with who was there. <laughs> oh, right. But more on but more on that later. Go. <laughs> um Yeah, so uh so I the um Planet Terror that Planet Terror was made for people I guess who love you know who love the eighties horror kind of stuff like I do, and that was really made for us because it had seventies special 80s, effects. Yeah. yeah, no, I had all that fun stuff that he was paying homage to, which I love. So I and then when you, and it was it was over the top insane. Um, and then when you get to Death Proof, it's like a complete one eighty of a film. You know, um, I think I like it and appreciate it much more now than I did at the time. Mm-hmm. For oh, sure. really? Okay, yeah. okay, so. D, kind of unrelated. Robert Rodriguez will have his own episode maybe one day because I do love his films. But I, I found Planet Terror to be pretty boring, pretty weak. Um, I mean, Death Proof was by far the superior 
film on the bill for me. Okay, well, like I said, <laughs> that's your I opinion, like it man. When people get torn in half. <laughs> huh? I like it when people get torn in half. Yeah. Which was, so you know, I like women with machine gun legs. <laughs> but it was it it bored me. It bored me that planet terror. Okay. So I was like, I was ready for my death proof. I was like, bring it on. Um, it's a super exciting movie. It's I'm not a car person. Um, but even I thought all the car stuff was really cool. Yes. I, 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 yeah. I have told this story many, many times, but the the grindhouse double feature is my all-time movie going experience ever i mean as, as far as just being in a theater it's not my favorite movie you know or anything but elaborate was, um well so like neil like neil was saying we went to a screening and and it was just like just a bunch of film buyers and and you know movie people and so like peeps you know, it was just kind of like, eh, all right, whatever. Um, yeah. But then I went opening night to the Roxy 14 and theater, you know, 12 uh, sold out. And it was just awesome. It was everything. It was everything a Grindhouse movie should be. You know, it was like rowdy, it, you know, like that's where that's where um, I saw when, it. When, I was when, there. when Zoe Bell, you know, like pops up at the end after flying off the car and is like, I'm OK. You know, like yeah. people just like jumped up and were screaming, were high fiving in the aisle, and I mean, you know, and then like this is like one of the movies that has like the greatest payoff at the end when they finally get stuntman Mike. I mean, uh, you know, like I don't think I've ever cheered a beat down like, more. <laughs> I may not have either. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty epic. That was me, you guys. I was there. Okay. We just weren't right. friends then. All right. You were like the little kid. They were like, who's <laughs> Who brought the kid? <laughs> no, that's not, that was not that long ago. I was already old by that point. No. Um, okay, okay, so where does so it go on our list? I was getting there, Neil. <laughs> um, I don't I don't want to I'm not happy about okay, let's like let's, let's, let's call it the elephant in the room. I'm not happy where Jackie Brown is. <laughs> We okay. know this, yes, but I, know this. I don't want to put death proof before the kill bills, but it sure is heck I'm okay with before that. Jackie. So we're leaving so, death proof at number six. I'm I would okay move it that. up. I would. But, well, I think, yeah, whatever. I would move it up well, higher than kill bill. You. I put it we in front of kill bill. You, sir. Sorry, fine, sir. I'm just letting you guys know. I still have a voice. Gosh, darn it. Oh, do you? Now you've decided to chime in again. You need to get over at, Jackie Brown, Sandra. You just need to let it go. Point, get I, over it. If you want to get over it, get, if you want to talk about somebody needs to get over something, this you, this weird thing you had about this Kill Bill. Don't era try to bring Quentin, it on me, Sandra. Get over Jackie like, Brown. Like, move on. Like, I don't move want to like on. right now. Why are you acting like a monkey? I don't understand. <laughs> nothing to do with what I'm we're talking imitating about right now. you. <laughs> no, you're not. They should have called that movie Planet of the Neils. <laughs> Because you are an ape. <laughs> uh, the I, I am okay I'm upset. Putting, keeping this at number six. Okay. Okay. So no, not think, above I Kill Bill. To, I think we need to move on. <laughs> Sorry, Neil. No. Okay. <laughs> you are the weak sink. Bye. <laughs> um, uh, you guys ready for the next film? Yes. Now this one, oh, this one is a lot of people's favorite or near to it. 
2009's Inglorious Bastards. This is Quentin Does um, War Movie Homage. So, it is the first year of Germany's occupation of France. Let me, let me set the scene. Sicily, 1922. I'm just kidding. It's Golden Girls reference. Okay. Um, Allied officer Lieutenant Aldo Rain, which is where we start having Brad Pitt in on the action, assembles mm-hmm. a team of Jewish soldiers, including horror icon Eli Roth, who I love, Um uh, but, but a team of Jewish shoulders to, shoulders to commit violent acts of retribution against Nazis, including the taking of their scalps. And oh, it's so juicy. It's such a good scalping. He and his men join forces with Bridget von Hammersmark, a German actress and undercover agent, to bring down the leaders of the Third Reich. Their fates converge with theater owner Shoshana Dreyfus, who seeks to avenge the Nazis' execution of her family. So, of course, this is also where most of the English-speaking world was introduced to Christoph Waltz as well, <laughs> who is an angel. Yes. Though not a nice man in this film. He gets yes. redemption in a later film. But he's <laughs> later. But he is my so, number one bad guy in our villains episode. He so. <laughs> sure was. A, a place of honor for all. Yeah. Um, so you guys had to have liked the whole movie theater as heroes thing, right? <laughs> like that was like he I feel like Quentin did that for all of you little little kids who've been working in movie theaters forever. <laughs> He's like, this I see you. This one's for you, Kayla. This one's for you, Neil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I, I like I yeah. That one. This one will hopefully move up on the list a little bit, but we'll see. Yeah, we shall see. Um, I think this is just a beautiful ensemble cast. Funny, poignant. Um, oh, I don't know. I cheered pretty hard when Eli Roth, aka the Bear Jew, yeah, he beat that Nazi so good. Uh, oh, and of course, <laughs> the end of this, the end of this film is definitely a huge payload too. Right. Yeah. 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 Um and what I mean it's great. Oh, I love the scene in the basement bar. It's yeah. so mm-hmm. intense. Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> Michael Fassbender, um he's great, but I I mean like for me this is like the role I will associate him with. Yeah. Yeah, and I loved Brad Pitt in this. Loved Brad Pitt. So you guys don't really have much to say. You're just no. Nodding. I You're just I just don't want to cut anyone off. But I mean, for yeah, for Hit me, it. take it. Christoph Neil. Waltz. Christoph right. Waltz. I think Number he one. is the movie. Um, for me, uh, the scene with him in the cafe. I love the way he eats that pastry. I love it so much. The <laughs> noises he doodle. makes when he's chewing. Wait for the cream. <laughs> yes. The, the cream. way the way he cuts it, the way he takes the bites, the way he chews it, it's absolutely horrifying and i mean just because you know this guy is so evil and just like at the start of the film too what a great opening like where we get to meet his character as this person who's so precise and so calculating and like 10 steps ahead but very charming so he kind of disarms people a little bit yeah Yeah. absolutely so that for me it's all about him um this scene again, like you guys said, in the, in the basement bar is a fantastic scene as well, for sure. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, 
This is this of of the Quentin later films. This is, this is probably one of my more favorite ones because of Christopher Church. So we know Caleb loved it because he got yeah. he he made his list of films. Yeah, is well, he kind of the film for you too, or do you you love? Oh, absolutely. Film? But I mean, I yeah. I I really 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 love the film um, beginning to end. Uh, it's just it's wonderful. It's Christoph is creepy. You know, love the movie theater references, as you said. Um, you know, and, he, and, the, not, and the Nazis you. get there. You know, that's always a good yeah. thing. You know, like, um, yeah. the, uh, that was his like little homage for you guys because he's like, those boys fought for my movie way back when <laughs> they crossed enemy territory to watch Pulp Fiction multiple times, spending their hard earned minimum wage. <laughs> Um, Kenneth, and Kenneth brings up a great point. I forgot. Thank you, Kenneth. Was the, the use of the Cat People song by David Bowie? Yes! Yeah, that's right. That's, oh that my is God, so, so cool. Good. I love it. That is so awesome. That use of that song in that movie. Yeah. Um. So okay, where is it ranking here? So yes. I, oh yeah. Better, better than, than death, I would group. put it at three. One by one by one, Kelly. Oh. Well, one by one. Okay. So death it is better than death, death, death proof. proof. It's yes. better than Kill Bill Volume One. It's better yes. than Kill Bill Volume Two. Yes. Uh, would I put it above Jackie Brown? I uh, I, I don't know that's that I would. I, I, I think I would put it at, at move it to number four. You yeah. move Jackie to number four, or you move this to number? four? I would move this to number four and still keep Damn Jackie it. at number three. Okay, I I I want to move it above Jackie. I'm sorry, Jackie. It's nothing personal. I love you, but no, <laughs> I want the bastards. <laughs> but okay, I guess we can at least yeah, Neil. You at least, you know, Neil said he wants to stop it at Jackie Brown. Right. Yeah. So I still lose, but I guess it now becomes number four. No, if you want it above Jackie, don't you, don't you get it? No, because you guys no, outvoted Because me. you and I agreed. Oh, I thought, Kill, I thought you said you wanted to put it above Jackie. Okay. No, right Sorry. now. It, no, 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 no. Right I, I'm on the still, fence about it, though. I, you know, I don't know. They're all I, really I still hard. do not get my way. God forbid. <laughs> So now we have a movie that I was actually watching as I was getting ready for the show tonight, Okey which dokey. would be just, that's just a little fun fact about me. Just what I was doing today. And that would be 2012's Django Unchained. So this is Quentin does kind of, he's starting to get into Westerns a little bit. Um, a lot of it. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's kind, of a, it's kind of a southern, not a western. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's why I said a bit like yeah. horses, like, gun shoots, gunfights. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. but it's but it's before Civil War. So yeah, it's pre Civil um, War. Um. Anyway, so this yeah. is Quentin doing his Quentin thing, but two years before the Civil War, in fact, uh, Django, played by Jamie Fox, he's he's okay. He's done a few things. I'm kidding. The man's amazing. A slave finds himself accompanying an unorthodox German bounty hunter named Dr. King Schultz, played by Christoph Waltz, with his adorable little dentist persona and his little wiggly tooth <laughs> cart, on a mission to capture the vicious Brittle Brothers. Their mission successful, Schultz frees Django, and together they hunt the South's most wanted criminals. Their travels take them to the infamous plantation of Shady Calvin Candy, which is where we have Leo, one of my childhood heartthrobs, finally <laughs> joining the fray, uh, where Django's long-lost wife, played by Carrie Washington, is a slave. 
So definitely getting Leo into his canon was like one of the wisest things I think Quentin's done. Um, like I said, I kind of like, I kind of grew up with Leo. He's kind of like one of like the ones they pushed really hard on me as a young child. Like you like him, you want posters of <laughs> Leo, but I do, but he's so good and he's such a brilliant actor. He's definitely one of my favorite actors. He plays the absolutely insidious candy. Um, oh, this movie, damn this movie though. <laughs> It's Damn intense. It. Damn it. It's funny. <laughs> it's intense. It's funny. It's sad. It's got great shoot 'em up action. It's got it all. It's got, got, it got all. Jamie Foxx yeah. in that little crushed velvet blue outfit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, we all know. I think we all know Jamie Foxx uh, really has a ranch. He is really a cowboy, and that was his horse. That was his horse. Yeah, cheetah. Yeah. So cool. Um. <laughs> How do you guys feel about Django Unchained? Do you like it? I love Django. I, you know, <laughs> I mean, my Django story is when this came out, I was story, story. I was working um, in one of our theaters uh, part time uh, at a bar. We had a beer and wine bar in it. Oh, and, oh I know where that was. And uh, these two uh, women of means. Um, came out and, and and I asked them, you know, as I did, because I'm in customer service at the time, uh, you know, what'd you think, you know? Um, and so they brought up, remember the sort of the scene at the beginning where uh, the, the slaves are being marched in chains uh, and um, they said, well, when they shot those horses, we almost walked out. Shut and the I thought, fuck like, up. Did you see the guys in chains? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're okay with that, but you draw the line at <laughs> horses being shot. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> wow. And she does realize they do realize the animals were actually hurt in the no, fucking making of the film. It was just such an odd statement. Like I, I just yeah. I don't know. It's <laughs> what did you? How did you react? Were you just I, like? I just, I think I even said, like, it was kind of a brutal scene, you know, those slaves being for forcibly marched across state lines. You know, yeah. And they kind of went like, mm. I, you know what? Like, I wish you would have projectile vomited on those women. Like, uh, you know, if I could do that willingly, I probably would have. But, you know, I don't know. I wow I, I and know. i love that that's the first like of all the of all the things from the movie that was like their first and for everything that happened say. in that that's the thing that yes! they do that's the thing that you know not not carrie washington being like held in a sweat box or whatever not yeah, this I, I great just, like, i mean not even like the, so many the romance yeah. yeah it was just the the horses being killed in that scene that's you know they they almost left <laughs> Those were highly paid, well-trained horses, ladies. You don't need to worry. <laughs> yeah. I think you missed the whole point about slavery, though. Yeah. 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 I, um, I really like this movie, though, a lot. Um, it's, I love it. Love this film. So love I love, it. I love, I love Carrie Washington. I love, I, I love Quentin, <laughs> and it is his little cameo. You know. Um, yeah. So Jesse. Uh, and the it says actually you bring that up, Caleb. Uh, uh -huh. And the chat says that um, <laughs> Quentin's Australian accent gave him a blood clot in his brain. <laughs> <laughs> it was 
pretty bad. It's a movie. It's all pretend, you know? <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it was a cute cameo, but I hear you. I so hear you. Um, Neil, you know, what do you I mean, think imagine if he'd oh, given himself a much bigger part with that accent, you know? It yeah. Was pretty, it was pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> people would have wished that like they they shot that quentin earlier that would have been nice um neil what do you think of Django? you know yeah I, again um i i enjoy the film uh uh christoph waltz again of course is awesome uh leo of course is you know leo. i mean he's just such the jesus the awesome bastard <laughs> um right he isn't glorious no um <laughs> But I love the scene with him and the skull where he's doing that whole scene with the, you know, cutting off the back of the skull and proving, oh, where, right. you know, the, 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 the color people would have the different dimples or whatever it is based on, you know, I mean, the whole thing, he's just proving himself to just to be such an asshole. Um, and so then demand, demanding that handshake at the end from Kristoff and then Kristoff just can't contain himself. He's right. finally like, I'm sorry, I just had to, you know, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> So I, yeah, but I mean it's um, it's yeah it's it's a it's a and Tom Savini Tom Savini's got his little teeny role in it. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. So, yes, he does. It's always Hi, fun Tom. to see Savini pop up. Hi, yeah. Tom. We love you. <laughs> okay, so we really like this movie. We like it more than Death Proof. Yes. Yes, I agree. We like it more than Killville. Killville Volume <laughs> One. Yes. Yes. That's where she has to kill his cousin, Bill. Um, I agree. We like it more than Kill Bill Volume 2. Yes. yes. We like it more than Inglorious Bastard. Not yes. me. <laughs> yes, I, I do. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So gets you, the you, you've got the winning vote. <laughs> you've got the power. I am... She's going to pick it. She has to. You know, on... Okay, in all honesty, these two are very closely matched in Glorious Bastards and Django. They are. They ultimately are. No, they are. They are. And I'm not going to get hurt if if it goes one way or the other. But I'm just saying I I like it better than my personal preference. I don't care about either of your – I really don't. (laughs) And I I cannot stress that enough. Yeah. Oh, Game theory. If you really want to beat Jackie Brown, this is probably your opportunity to do it if you put it up against Inglorious Bastards. Okay. Thank you, producer Scott. And that because, seems a little shady, but okay. Because I am <laughs> the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. <laughs> I want I want to play a game. Um, yeah. We're so you're not going to vote from the heart. You're going to vote from... No, 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 because here's the point. No, 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 no. It's okay, okay, okay. because I like it on par with Inglorious Bastards. Pretty much, I do think Inglorious has a little bit of an edge for me, um, because I just really like that ensemble cast. So, does it surpass (laughs) Jackie Brown? For me, it does. Okay. It stops there for me. It does not suppress Jackie Brown. Huh. Huh. Okay. I'm disappointed. I thought Jackie was going to be dethroned. All right, Scott, move it back. There are still movies out there. Scott, put Inglorious Bastards before Django now. See, and like Neil said, that's your only reason for moving it ahead. Who's the monkey now? I already said I was being the devil. Um... (laughs) 
No, it's no, put no, it back. It's... She wants it back. <laughs> yeah, put it back. No, it's in. It's up there. It's been that's posted. Not how, that's not how this game <laughs> I'm works. I'm looking at, at it all. right there. It's been posted. It's done. Uh, Those movies are very evenly matched for me. No, they are. They are. I, People yeah. want me to be the devil. They want me to do that. <laughs> um, okay, next. Next, we have a little film from 2015. Now, this is really hardcore Western vibes here. Yes. And that is 2015's The Hateful Eight. While racing toward the town of Red Rock in post-Civil War Wyoming, bounty hunter Jong the Hangman Ruth, again by Saint, played by Saint Russell to perfection, and his fugitive <laughs> prisoner, played by Jennifer Jason Lee, hadn't seen her in a minute till I saw this film, encounter another bounty hunter, Samuel L. Jackson, and a man who claims to be a sheriff. Uh, hoping to find shelter from a blizzard, the group travels to a stagecoach stopover located on Mountain Pass. Greeted there by four strangers, the eight travelers soon learn that they may not make it to their destination at all. Um, the Hateful Eight. Oof. Um, <laughs> I. You feel kind of hate- you feel kind of hateful about it. <laughs> I actually don't feel kind of hateful about it. I did really like it. I did. Okay. Um, I wouldn't say I've disliked any Quinn film, and um, okay. I am a little bit of a of a sucker for westerns, which a lot of people don't know about me. But I've seen a lot of westerns. Like I know what I'm talking about. Um, I liked all the shoot 'em up stuff. I liked this kind of mystery element. Um, I actually did not see this in theaters. I actually watched this when it came out on Netflix. And uh, when you watch it, one of the ways you can watch it on Netflix is where you watch it like it's episodes, like it's a Western series. Well, it's, it's an extended version. It's a correct. Yes. There's a lot more to it than the theatrical yeah. version. So, and I really liked that. I felt that that really added something to my cinematic experience, if you will, um, because it felt fun. And of course, I liked the narration and those kind of like little recappy vibes. Um, but I don't love this film. How about you guys? I'm going to be honest. It is my least favorite of all of his movies. It's It's probably, it's mine too. It's mine too. Um, It is, it is gorgeous to look at. It really is like a lot of that outdoor stuff that they do. Um, It it just feels, even when they're inside, it just feels cold and just kind of dank and nasty. But my problem with it is I just don't like any of the characters. Any of them. I don't. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> there's not one of them that I feel super like emotionally attached to. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. They're just all like just nasty and they're mean and gross. And they're all. Yeah. They're all, and, and it's right there in the title. I shouldn't be surprised. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I just like. I mean, of course, I like Samuel L. Jackson probably the most of all the options. Oh, see, I like. I, but I didn't like him hmm. like how I like him in other ones. He's yeah. still not like a nice man. That, that scene where he's taunting Bruce Dern about what he did, you know, to his <laughs> yeah. son, you know, making him perform fellatio on him for a blanket before freezing to death. It just which oh. I don't, I don't believe it's that story's true. But still, just yeah, saying yeah. it, it's just fucking nasty and, and yeah and, uh, yeah, he see, raped and a I, dude. It's I fucked kinda, up. yeah 
I don't know if it's true or not, but just the fact that they show scenes of it kind of makes me think that he he really did do that. See, I think that's that how I took it. Anyway. I took it that we're seeing the scenes of that because we're kind of filling in for Bruce Stern's character a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, but once we know that that character, Sam Jackson's character, is an unreliable narrator because, like, he like about <laughs> the Lincoln letter and stuff, I think that sets well, it up for that's you to point. be like. I don't know that he did all that. He probably just shot the guy in the head or whatever. But, you know, like, I think he he sold it <laughs> in the story. Yeah, I, I guess, you know. And um, I guess my other problem with it is uh, Kurt Russell's character, he likes to bring his 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 bounties in alive so that they can hang you know they call um, him the hangman they call him the hangman you know but after after he's gone you know i don't just the whole fact that everyone there that just wants to kill, you know i don't understand why they don't kill um what's her name Devereaux or yeah uh, Jennifer Jason Lee's character um, yeah uh, Domague yeah. there you go thank yeah. you um, I don't know why they, why he specifically, Sam Jackson, doesn't just take her out, you know? like right away, <laughs> right yeah. away, you know. Like, yeah, okay, I'm gonna, the, <laughs> I'm gonna the, snip the, this the, now, and that's one the, less problem we have to, yeah, we have to worry about. You know, the through line of the plot is a little weak because yeah. of like that reason. Um, of course, we do have the return of Michael Madsen, <laughs> so. <laughs> And the return of Tim Roth. Tim Roth, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously a great cast. Everybody in it's phenomenal. No, and it's well Um, acted. I just don't like their characters that they're playing. They are truly (laughs) hateful. They are truly the hateful eight. What about you? Do you even watch this film? Yeah. No, I I I watched it with Bill Lustig. Um, I was visiting him at the time. And he happened to get a – he got a screener copy for whatever reason – Mm. So we, I was able to, we, we watched it and, um, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you guys, uh, perfectly that it's probably my least favorite of all of them. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting that, and I, the chat and I, I did a little, the little research into this okay. stuff and there's a lot of people who, who really love this film and love it way more than all the other ones, you know, I mean, it's at the, the top of the films. And our chat seems to be kind of going that way, where most of them like really? this as one of really their favorites. It's one of their favorites, and they're in disbelief <laughs> that we don't like it as much. <laughs> oh, so, fight, fight, fight! But we have to, we have, okay. we have to throw an unpopular opinion every week, apparently. <laughs> so yes, this is true. Um, Last week I... it's Exorcist. This week it's Hateful Eight. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, hold on, bro, Lombrosif. So, the Exorcist was me in the chat against y'all two. So. But we are uh, in the show, later. so I'm saying this is the show. We gotta throw yes. an unpopular. Do that. Um, yeah. I yeah. am curious why people like this so much. Curious. Yeah, um, like tell us. Too, but, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, um, Jesse and Chad is saying, did y'all hear that Kurt was supposed to destroy a cheap replica guitar, and due to a prop mix-up, he destroyed a priceless instrument? That is true. Uh, it was a Martin and Co. guitar. Um, that that the company loaned that that uh, Jennifer Jason Lee was just supposed to play, and then it was supposed to be swapped out. Uh, and in, but he did, I don't forgot or didn't. You know there was a mix up, and when he picks it, grabs it from her and smashes it, and she goes like, 
<laughs> that's real. <laughs> that part is so good too. Yeah, it's so that, that funny. Was a, that was a priceless Martin and Company guitar. Wow, because wow. it because it looked authentic to the period. Yeah. I'm yeah, it was. Yeah, assuming. And it was. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things I dislike about this film the most is Channing Tatum. Um, <laughs> I actually don't have. You don't like problems. Jody. <laughs> I've barely seen any movies Channing Tatum is in. It's nothing personal. Um, he's just, and he's fine in it. He's a good actor, but it, I don't know. I just wasn't like, I wanted to be really like wowed by Jody, and I wasn't. I wanted hmm. Jody to make me want to, you know, root for the Domague siblings and, you know, the whole gang, and, and he didn't get me there. So. Boring. About, People um, say it's boring. Walton Goggins. You love Walton, yeah. right? I love Walton. I love yes. him. He's, he's great. And, you know, yeah, he was in Django also. And I, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. as this extremely racist, you know, like he's yep. wonderful. He's amazing. But yeah. I, I just, you know, again, well acted. I just did not like. <laughs> it was not a love connection for the cult show. Yeah. Oh my God. We all agree that it was not a love connection. Yeah. That is so funny. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, Last but not least, we have Quentin's homage. Well, hang on. We, where do we, oh. we? So we're leaving this where it is. It stays. Yeah, at number ten. At number ten. Okay. Sorry, Neil. Yeah. I forget the. I mean, would you stage. move it? <laughs> no, I'm. But we should clarify that. I think for okay. everyone. Okay. Yeah. Not moving. Well, the, yes. Yes, it's staying at number ten, people. Okay. Now we have Quentin's latest 2019 film, which is his homage to. Golden Age of Television, some would say, to the Golden Age of Filmmaking, um, to, yeah, to cinema in general, to what it is to be, I don't know, an actor, I guess, um, and to kind of what some consider to be a little bit of a loss of innocence in our culture at that point in the turbulent 60s. Okay. Okay. Actor Rick Dalton. That's Leo. Leo. Um, It is called... (laughs) once upon a time in hollywood (laughs) so actor rick dalton that's leo gained fame and fortune by starring in a 1950s television western but is now struggling to find meaningful work in a hollywood that he doesn't recognize anymore he spends most of his time drinking and palling around with uh cliff booth which is monsignor pitt um his easygoing best friend and longtime stunt double rick also happens to live next door to roman Polanski uh, and Sharon Tate, the filmmaker and budding actress whose futures will be forever altered by the Manson family. Yeah. So this movie uh, got a lot of Academy Awards, noms. Uh, Brad Pitt walked away with one. Uh, I have to say I love this film. Uh, I again, I love the chemistry between the two leads. I loved that they were genuinely really friends and like they like really cared about each other. And like he was just constantly like Cliff was just constantly like bolstering Rick up and like, yeah, you got this, bro. You're Rick fucking Dalton. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I love kind of seeing 
you know, his like kind of gun smoke bonanza like homage stuff going on. Um, of course, the whole kind of Manson family tie-in, very relevant to my true crime interests. Uh, the look of the film was gorgeous. It had a really interesting pace to it as well. I'm definitely yeah. going to put it higher than the hateful eight. <laughs> what about you guys? How did you feel about it? No, I love this movie. I, yeah, I yeah. absolutely love this movie. I, you know, I saw it two times in theaters and a few times at home and, uh, <laughs> and it only came out last year. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what does that say? Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the companionship between the, between, uh, Rick and, and, and Cliff. Um, I don't know. Uh, Neil, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, you love it. You love it. That's fine. I, I do. I, I, I really do love this movie and it's, it's going to go pretty high on my list anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I was extremely nervous. Um, when I heard about what the, this film was going to be about with the, with the Tate, the Sharon Tate, you know, the murders, mm -hmm. the Manson family. Um, and going into it, um, obviously I was kind of, you know, I don't know. It's uh, being a film guy, and then knowing about all that stuff, I was really, really curious. And again, honestly, just nervous how he was going to handle it because I did not want to see, you know, a violent thing that I know he's capable of showing. Um, right. And then that the movie ended up uh, becoming probably like my, if not my my favorite film of the, of the last year, basically. I so agree. I absolutely yeah. loved yeah. it, loved it, loved it. Um, it for sure moves all the way up the list very high for me. Um, we'll work I, it. We'll work it I, in. We'll work it. Yeah. I, but I, I thought, like you said, Sandra, I thought the relationship between the two leads was fantastic. Um, I love the scene uh, with Leo and the little girl when they're just sitting there yeah. around talking. She's trying to read the book. I love yeah. that scene. Uh, that scene afterwards where he's trying to act and then he does that great the great scene is she just leans in and that's the best acting I've ever seen. And, the and he expression has a tantrum his, in between too. Right. Yeah. But the expression <laughs> on his face afterwards. Um, oh, it was amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just, and then even, even um, this, the, the part where it, when it, when it said, when I guess when it transitions to the night of where the murders are supposed to happen, it just like, it makes a transition and you're like, okay, I know now this is it. This is the night yeah. it's coming. Yeah. And I'm seeing Scott's comments that he didn't, I guess, wasn't really familiar with the the, the, the Tate murder and Despite all that. Despite so, how many ah. times my true crime ass has talked about it, right. Sir Scott never absorbed any facts. So wow. I can see how, for him, it wasn't quite as, um, oh God, gut-wrenching waiting for it to come. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and, and then, so the whole time, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can't say enough great things about this film. I just think it's fantastic. Um, yeah, I absolutely. have heard... I had heard really early on in the movie's like release um, pretty much right when it opened that um, Sharon Tate's family really liked it. Mm -hmm. And it had like kind of their blessing in a way. Cause there's yeah. been some really bad horror movies made about Sharon Tate's murder mm -hmm. that are just like really, I mean, <laughs> for me to say something is not tasteful, but I think part of it is like those murders happened fairly recently in our history so you want it to be treated with a, a little bit of respect you yeah, know for sure. but it is this iconic time where the country where hollywood where so much was losing its you know shiny white suburban 
everything's perfect, just ignore problems, you know, attitude, we had Vietnam War, we had this, all this stuff going on. So it's kind of really signifying that kind of end of, you know, an era. And we know that Quentin is not above revising history. No, correct. Right. And I was right. very and happy it made he me, did. It made me very emotional. The end of the movie made my eyes like well with tears because I kept thinking about, you know, um, oh my gosh, I can't think of anybody's name at the moment, but the Folger lady, everybody else that was in the house that wasn't Sharon Tate and how their family and friends must have felt very emotional and overcome with the ending of that movie in the best way. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, and I okay. think that the Tate family yeah. even loaned Margaret Robbie some of her actual jewelry to wear. That's so yeah, sweet. So, and that's because they got to see the script beforehand and saw yeah. that it was going to be, you know, treated respectfully and uh, yeah. even changed for that matter. So, uh, um, Margot Robbie's so great too. She, right? um, she she's is. a great actress. <laughs> um, okay. So it's better than the hateful eight moving on yes. up, moving on up. <laughs> it's, um, we like it more than death proof. Yep. yep. We do. We like it more than Kill Bill Volume 1. Yes. Yes. We like it more than Kill Bill Volume 2. Yes. Yep. We like it more than Django. Yes. Yes. We like it more than Inglorious Bastards. Yes. Yes. We like it more than Jackie Brown. Yes. Yes. Ah! Oh my God, Jackie Brown has been motherfucking dethroned. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jackie. I, it makes it sound like I'm the biggest hater of this movie, and I'm not. I love Jackie Brown. You hate Jackie Brown. <laughs> like, why do you hate Pam Greer? What did she do to you? I know. Um, we love it more than Reservoir Dogs? Yes. Ooh. Oh, I wouldn't go that far, Caleb. No, I went that far. I'm going to say no. Wow. Oh, boy, oh, boy. There's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Neil, we're going to need an answer. Uh, I'm going to have to to i'm gonna have to stop it here okay before reservoir dogs before reservoir dogs number three yeah i think so just out of care i'm a i'm agreeing just out of curiosity caleb you'd say before res you like it more than reservoir dogs i do yeah you like it more than Pulp no 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 all right it well, would have we 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 stopped there yeah it would have been my number yeah. two okay we have a all list right. people we have a goddamn list. So I'm trying to look in the chat here, see who, <laughs> who is going. What the? I'm, I'm, we're getting like very interesting list. <laughs> or <laughs> Kenneth, Kenneth is like, whoa, whoa. Okay, so Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Jackie Brown, Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchained, Kill Bill Volume Two, Kill Bill, Kill Bill Volume One, Death Proof, and The Hateful Eight is our final list and because we said it at the cold show it is law yes let it print be it. written print it print it in gold submit it to every household in america no <laughs> one else's it. opinion is valid if you disagree with us you are wrong <laughs> yeah you if you disagree the pretty yes. much the you're just wrong <sighs> you're just wrong and you're a fake quentin tarantino fan <laughs> I am should, obviously kidding. Should we should we read what our list what our numbered list were? I mean, did you guys do that at all? Or? No, I didn't do that. You didn't do it? Okay. No. Okay. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't wow. do that. Well, we did it. We did do Surprisingly, it. Surprisingly, we did it. I love it. Look at us. We worked mostly together in a cooperative fashion. Mostly together. <laughs> 
<laughs> Once we got past Sandra's little little tantrum, all was good. What tantrum? <laughs> okay, we'll go back and run that. Phone. Oh my god, you're the. You're I'm pretty sure you called me a monkey or an ape and started making you, ape noises or something. You instigated it. <laughs> <laughs> shots were fired in sure. my direction neil and you're gonna go back and watch can. this and you're gonna apologize to me greatly tomorrow morning i will not i, I will apologize for nothing <laughs> you know what hop on your horse and go look for the statue of liberty out in the desert because i am right <laughs> will that be oh, the sound Lord. will that be the little sound bite at the end of the podcast version of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah that will be it <laughs> So, oh my god oh yeah go ahead go ahead no i was gonna say we had a an extra thing planned but it's already 8 35 i guess we have time to <laughs> we gotta the last, go the last thing it's late already so we'll do it that, another time well yeah we'll do it some other time so hopefully scott can yank that and put credits in its place <laughs> but oh wait, wait can i say something oh, yes please we're gonna do a homework we have homework yeah oh that's right what is our we don't know right. and I, don't know. I know you didn't tell us. us what's our homework after many, many hours of debate and running it through the algorithm, I have decided that your homework assignment, everyone, is to watch the classic controversial horror film, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. All right. And we shall discuss it next week when we meet again. Henry. All and right. So should awesome. everyone watch it? Out watch there it. And come prepared. Kind of leave some comments maybe on Instagram. Or, leave some comments right? on Instagram. Of course, join us too. But if you leave your comments on Instagram, we will definitely read them in the show. Because I know we can't get to everything in the chat, but we will definitely work those in. Okay. And of course, reminder, we're going to have links to all these movies in our descriptions below, both on podcast and on YouTube. So if you want to purchase any, uh, click the links. And of course, we get a little kickback from the Amazon so we can buy Sandra that high horse upon which she sits. So, and I will name it <laughs> that, Cheetah. <laughs> that being said, Scott, it's all on you. <laughs> all right. Thank you Thank so much, you everyone. Laura, Mindy, Jesse, Mark, Pismo, Mark, Visions, Mark, Kenneth. Kenneth, you're not vanilla. Kenneth, you're so chocolate. You're Neapolitan, Kenneth. <laughs> Mike, good to see you, Mike. Is that it? I'm blowing kisses. Bye. 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 Bye, guys. The culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon. They call a, a, a quarter pounder with cheese uh, in Paris. They don't call it a quarter pounder with cheese? Oh, man, they got the metric system. They wouldn't know what the fuck a quarter pounder is. And what do they call it? They call it uh, Royale with cheese.